WFYI podcast brought to you by Bloomington, Indiana, an American college town offering food and drink, college sports, outdoor activities, live music, cool art, and good times daily. Everyone is welcome in Bloomington. More information at visitbloomington.com. We're going to take a trip right now. Like we always do about this time. This is a journey into sound. I'm Kyle Long, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. On this week's show, I'll be speaking with the Indianapolis-based vocalist and rapper A. Marquet. A. Marquet is a young artist. She's only been releasing music for two years, but her work has already attracted national attention. In 2021, her track Give Me Peace was featured on a mixtape released by the rap star Bow Wow. The world can get cold, but you still gotta face it. We should huddle up instead of hiding under all these blankets. Roads can get rocky, but we still gotta make it. Uh, so buy some bigger tires, why the rave and embrace it? I'm asking God for peace, but honestly, I'm a more than a peace. I want the whole thing. I want the gifts, the promises, the fruits, the propane. I gotta go, man. Green light me go, so I'm on a road in my own thing. Let's join my conversation with A. Marquet as we discuss her early years growing up in Indianapolis and Terre Haute and her family's extensive background in music. A. Marquet, thank you so much for being here today. I'm a big fan of your music. Thank you so much, Kyle. I'm so excited for the opportunity. We're going to play a bunch of your tracks tonight. But, f- but first, I wanted to learn a little bit more about you and yes. your background. Did you grow up here in Indianapolis? I did grow up here in Indianapolis. I am, it's not my original home city. I'm actually from Terre Haute, Indiana, okay. which is like an hour and a half from here. But I moved here when I was around eight. So most of my memory and growing up is here. So, yes, Indianapolis is my hometown as well. So you came to Indianapolis when you were eight years old. Yes. What part of the city did you grow up in? Well, I grew up in the east side originally, back and forth to west. Right now I'm more in the west side, but been back and forth west and east since I've been here. I know you have a background in gospel music, right? Yes. At what point did you start singing? At what point did you start making music? Oh, my goodness. I've been making music since I was three. And the reason that is because my father, he's a reggae artist, and he, he owned his own studio in Terre Haute. And so when I was younger, he always had me in the studio with him, and I just was, like, captivated at that point. And I just knew music was something that was a part of me. And so I wrote my first song when I was three called Bug on the Rug, and I had all the song broke down by chorus hook, and my dad was like, how? How is that possible? And my grandfather also, he had his own band called Just Us in Terre Haute. And he always had me on his guitar and on his microphone. So music was everywhere as far as access. And I was in my church choir. So music was everywhere in my life, especially growing up. And I just loved it. I couldn't run from it. This kind of blew my mind, what you just said. Uh, Your father was a reggae musician in Terre Haute? Yes. Tell me a little bit about your dad. (laughs) Um, My dad is Jamaican. He's from Puerto Rico. Both of his parents are Jamaican, so he's this full-blown Jamaican, and he loves music. And he's more of a freestyle artist, but like I said, he is reggae, and... He had his own studio working with other um, artists around in Terre Haute and different cities surrounding Terre Haute, and that was a big thing for him growing up. 
And that's something that he found a lot of passion in. And so he shared it with me because I was always dipping as far as my creativity and want to do new things. And like he had other kids, but they wasn't as much interested interested in the music as well as like far as sticking to it. And so that's something that he, you know, me and him could bond over. And he released music? Yes, he actually has a lot of music that's released. It's more on records because yeah. Elder Style, you would get in the studio, you would put a tape in, and you would record it you know, on a physical tape. Nowadays, it's so much different with the studio you have on files. But he hasn't done much as far as nowadays with files, but most of his music is on records and things that he has, like, you know, he can keepsake. What names did he release music under? Um, uh, his name, he has a lot of different names yeah, yeah. that I know as far as like what people called him. Now his artist reggae name, I'm not sure. I want to say it was Darkman. Mm. And if I'm wrong, sorry, Dad. <laughs> but um, Darkman, Marcus, different things that he would go uh, by by different people that I would know would call him. But as far as his artist name, I do not have a for sure. I have to ask a good question, Kyle. Okay, I I'll do have to up ask with you. him. <laughs> <laughs> and your grandfather, yes, just us. Tell me just about your grandfather. Us. Oh goodness, my grandpa Gary Wells. He's in Terre Haute. He grew up in Terre Haute, and he has a band with five members, um, some family members involved. And he's been playing in his band for as long as I can remember. Mm. And he still is. And he's picking it back up now. Now that his band members, one of them had to go through a major surgery, so now they're getting back together. And they have more tours going on. And some they have a um, actually a performance here in Indianapolis coming up. I'm not sure the date or what the show is called, but he is traveling as well and getting back to that. And for the first time, actually, Kyle, he played with me, which was like a dream thing. He played um, lead guitar at my show in Terre Haute um, last year for the Juneteenth event, and it was amazing. And, like, I just loved to, to feel that him on stage with me that was different because the only time we ever got to do that was when I was younger and just playing around behind the scenes, so... What kind of music does your grandfather make? Jazz, blues, okay. I mean, all of it. R&B. Yeah. He gets very versatile with his band. So they pretty much touched on anything you could really think about, honestly. Yeah. Our show, this show, is broadcast in Terre Haute on WISU. So is I it? think all our listeners in Terre Haute oh, yes, are going excited to hear you talking about this history. Oh, my goodness, yes. I can't wait for that. I did not know that part. Yeah, so you had a very deep education and music yeah. as a child through your family. Exactly, through yeah. my family. That's so incredible. At what point did you start branching out to do your own thing? You talked about making this bug in a rug, what was it? Yes, bug in a rug when <laughs> yeah, I was when three. You were three. <laughs> when did you start branching out to do your own thing? Well, last actually two years ago, I put out my own song publicly here in Indianapolis, and I dropped it via music video, and it's called Bigger Stunts, mm -hmm. which is actually one of my favorite fan favorites and one of my original favorite songs. It's more of an R&B vibe. I, I'm a versatile artist, but I'll say my favorite genre to stick, stick in is R&B and hip-hop. And that one I released was a mix because I sing on it and I have some verses that I rap on uh, um, as well. And that was my first time actually pushing myself publicly and put myself out there. You know, I could have did it with, you know, just um, a cover, single cover, but I wanted to really captivate the audience. I, I really wanted to grab people into who I was and not just my voice. 
And so when I added the face to it and just the creative idea as far as my music video and the way it was put together, I was very proud of that. So I'd say two years now I've been pushing myself publicly here in Indianapolis. So Bigger Stunts was the first track you released. Yes. Yeah, And that's a bit of a different sound. It's yeah. more acoustic-based yeah, than acoustic. some of your electronic Yes. A more heavy electronic Look records. at you. Yeah. Look at you knowing. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely acoustic, and I love that acoustic vibe. I want to bring that back because now that I see that Bigger Stunts is one of the fan favorites, I see kind of the emotional pull that it has on my fans when I do sing it live. So I definitely want to do more acoustic vibes, and I'm looking for producers in Indianapolis rather than going on YouTube and finding acoustic beats <laughs> like I usually do. And as you mentioned, you both sing and rap. Yes. And I think you're equally gifted at both. I saw in the comments section of one of your YouTube videos, someone compared you to Drake. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I think you're, you a much, doing your research. you're a much yes. better singer than Drake, though. <laughs> Thank you so much. Tell me a little bit about how you developed that style. Oh, honestly, um, I really feel like it was natural um, because growing up and doing different styles of music, I didn't like to I didn't really stick to one thing. I kind of wanted to see what made me comfortable in my music style because there's some things that I have tried that I feel like I'm pushing myself on. So I kind of wanted to stick to that comfortable range and rapping and singing, I love both equally. And I seen it worked when I balance my music and do both. And most of my songs, that's what I do. If I'm not, if the song's not mostly rap, I'll have a singing hook. If it's mostly R&B, I'll have a rap verse. So I kind of balance it between both, and I think that what makes my style and my music um, so noticeable hmm. as far as a mark And you mentioned your your interest in R&B music. You have a very classic, soulful sound. Thank you. Tell us about some of the influences that have shaped the work you're doing. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's so funny because every time I get this question, I'm like, I have to think so hard. Like, who can I really say influence and push me to really get comfortable in my lane of my craft? And I can't really name too many artists because – I'm more captivated by the sound of what I hear. So, like, I'll hear something that I may not, I'm not familiar with, but then it captivates me. And I may not catch the name of the artist at the time, but the feeling that I got from it, I try to relay in my music because the feeling that I got from it. So, if I was to put a name to some artist, though, I would say, like, Indy Ari or... Um, Ari Lennox. People sometimes call that neo-soul. Is that a yeah, term that neo-soul. you... Yeah, neo-soul. Yes, yeah, exactly. You use, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you mentioned, uh, you know, looking for producers. And I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. How do you find... You have really great beats on your tracks. How do you Thank find you. the producers you work with? Are you working with the same people? Or are you just grabbing tracks that speak to you? How does that process go? See... I have not reached out to personally work with any producers yet. And that is something that I really, really am trying to do in this new year because the beats that I do have on all my songs that you can find are all YouTube. They're all YouTube beats, and they're they're beautiful producers, you know, on YouTube. But I do want to work in the city. I want to network more because there's so many talented producers here. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. And I haven't reached out as far as networking with those possibilities yet, but I have a lot of producers reaching out to me. So I'm going to make sure that I network and see how, you know, how I can work with them as building my team around my sound because it's very unique to me. And I just want to make sure that I'm not soundbiting too much or trying to fit in a lane of sound too familiar to others. So... For folks that don't know, how does that process work, finding a beat on YouTube? You yes. then have to negotiate with the creator to kind of license yes. the music, right? How, yes. Describe to us how that process works. Okay, so 
honestly, a lot of people, and I've done this before in the past, and it, it can get to you as far as a, a negative impact. You don't want to find a beat and just sing on it and not work with the producer or give the producer credit because if you do plan on, you know, getting that exposure the way that you want to, it'll come back and bite you legally. So I like to license my beats at the standard level before I get a maximum number of plays. Now, once my song reaches a maximum number of plays, then I'll get the exclusively sync. So that way I can have that safety when my song does explode the way that I desire it to. So you normally would reach out to a producer via email. So on YouTube, you'll find the beats that you like. And if you like it in the description, they'll have their website where you can find them, where you can email them, and all the different licenses, packages. And they have like three different ones. You got your standard, you got, but you got your basic. No, your standard, your basic, and then you got your exclusive. And, you know, you can pick. It shows you the number of plays you have with the basic, the standard, and the exclusive. And you just pick what you feel like is comfortable for you at the moment, but you can always upgrade. So, you know, it's not an official thing. You can always upgrade. If you do start with basic and you, you pass a number of plays, and you're like, okay, I'm getting big now. I don't want to get bit by this legally. I can upgrade and exclusively buy this beat. And after so many times you're working with producers, they'll start to recognize you, especially if you send them the music with your beats on it. And once you get a number of exposure, they'll even put their your song on their YouTube page, which is awesome as well. So, Did you figure this all out by trial and error? Trial and yeah, error, wow. Kyle. <laughs> yes, trial and error. Yeah. All of it. Yeah, it's overwhelming, I'm sure, yes, when it you is. first enter. But it yes. seems like you've navigated it yeah, very well. Yeah, it's pretty easy yeah. now. At first, yeah. I was like, listen, I don't know how to do this or what I'm doing. But like you said, trial and error. You learn most of your things by trial and error. So. And it sounds like you're looking to develop some personal relationships yes. with local producers. Yes, so I am. <laughs> people need to hit you up on Instagram. Yes, they, they, they sure this, do. Right? Yeah. Hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> AMRK on everything. <laughs> And I want to get into some of the music you've released over the last couple of years. Yeah. And the first track I want to play is Loose Screws, which Loose is your Screws. latest single, right? My latest single, yeah, yes. Tell us about this piece. Loose Screws. <laughs> Loose Screws is my latest single and my single I dropped with my music video. And I put a lot of work via um, the creativity behind my music video with this. I like to come up with all my ideas. I like to come up with setting, I mean, down to the um, clothing and what I wear because I kind of want to give a message with my music but as well as with my visuals. Loose Screws was more inspired by trying to tune in on my generation's emotions on a female aspect. I have male and female fans, but this time I kind of wanted to reach a lane of my female fans that will also slowly be you know dive over into the male uh, listeners but lately i've been seeing a lot more emotional things for my generation and a lot of more relatable things as far as like relationships and love and things like that and so i kind of wanted to send that message and that vibe in my song so loose screws like the the, the message behind it is basically I don't know if you heard the term sneaky linking but it's, it's just you're privately trying to have a relationship with someone, but most of the time it doesn't work out when it's private because it's a secret for a reason. And so lots of other things can happen outside of that. And most of the time it falls back on the female in an emotional way more than the male. I don't want to take away from the male because males can definitely get emotionally hurt over a sneaky link. But as far as the things that I've heard, I kind of wanted to relate to that in my music. Well, let's listen to that track. This yes. is the latest single from A. Marque, <laughs> Loose Screws.
the silent line Had to get some screws, check Something was loose I was slowly losing myself over you I could say this time's my fault Should've never met you in the dark I Amazing, then something went wrong. Yeah, something went on. Who is it right? Come on, just answer my phone calls. Got me sounding so dumb that I'm down. Sliding down a wall, crying, someone walking dealers got me in my feelings. Two time and backstabbing, sneaking link. I thought that you could handle business. Maybe I was just tripping, maybe I was just wishing you was with it. But you pretended my pride, you stripped me of it. Gaslighted till you tricked me in it. But why, 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 why? Never even figured you to be that type guy, 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 guy. some screws check something was loose i was slowly obsessing over you i could say it's my fault this time should have never crossed the silent line had to get some screws check something was loose i was slowly losing myself over you i could say this time's my fault should have met you in the dark i don't have any regrets size the night that you left all of that stuff that you said boy yeah now you consider the three you was mad ah, 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 ah. you ain't sorry you just sorry you got caught i don't have any regrets size the night that you left all of that stuff that you said boy yeah now you consider the three you was mad Sorry, you got caught. I'm Kyle Long, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. We just heard Loose Screws, the latest single from A. Marquet, and A. Marquet <laughs> is my guest this week. And the next track I wanted to play, we talked about briefly, is Bigger Stunts, oh, which was your first stunts. single. Yes, yeah. my favorite. Yeah, and as I said, has a more acoustic sound than mm-hmm. some of your other more electronic, uh, bass-heavy tracks. Tell us about Bigger Stunts. Bigger Stunts, like I told you, was my first mm. um, put-out single and music video and when bigger stunts came out it's the, the lyrics are literally verbatim to what i wanted to tell because like i said i had no previous music release and i wanted people to really take me serious my artistry and i didn't want them to bypass it and i want them to see it and like oh this is not being done here you know and she's actually pushing herself in a professional level i have to give the respect to just listen and tune in and hear what she's saying so the meaning behind uh, bigger stunts was Pulling bigger stunts, Kyle. Just doing things that's bigger than it seems to me in the moment, bigger than what I've seen around me, and just trying to match my dreams into reality. And so, like, even the first part of bigger stunts, I've been sleep with the moon, then I'm up with the sun. I got things to do and places to run. I've been pulling small stunts, got to pull bigger ones, got to put my belt on, 
put my, put my pants up and put my belt on. So just getting ready to do bigger things for myself. Yeah, let's listen to that track. All this right. is AMRK with Bigger Stunts. With the moon, then I'm up with the sun. I got things to do and places to run. I've been pulling small stunts, gotta pull bigger ones, gotta pull my pants up and put my belt on. I've been sleep with the moon, then I'm up with the sun. I got things to do and places to run. I've been pulling small stunts, gotta pull bigger ones, gotta pull my pants up and put my belt on. But who you think you, who you think you're talking to? Don't you know I'm a queen? I could be sitting right next to a king. But these boys know they don't get no promises. Tell them where is my ring, 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 ring. Who's calling, said, who's calling my phone again? I thought I told y'all I just want to be alone again. I know you guys claim that you were like my closest friends. But people's opinions are starting to get like way more than than the best of me feel like someone went out there and exposed my feelings recipe might as well broken and took whatever was left of me but like i was saying quit playing quit testing me quit testing me i've been sleep with the moon then i'm up with the sun i got things to do and places to run i've been pulling small stunts gotta pull bigger ones gotta pull my pants up and put my belt on I've been sleep with the moon, then I'm up with the sun. I got things to do and places to run. I've been pulling small stunts, gotta pull bigger ones. Gotta pull my pants up and put my belt on. Nice girl, big goals, top shooter, big dreamer. She won't settle for nothing less, but she remained patient, kept a nice demeanor. Oh no, who's seen her? Why nobody ever believe her? She's the one that remains sane while fighting demons like that I can see her. Oh no. Why nobody ever believe her? She's the one that remains sane while fighting demons like I can see her. Oh no, who's seen her? Best believer, best believer, best believer. Yeah. I've been sleep with the moon, then I'm up with the sun. I got things to do and places to run. I've been pulling small stunts, gotta pull bigger ones. Gotta pull my pants up and put my belt on. I've been sleep with the moon. Then I'm up with the sun. I got things to do and places to run. I've been pulling small stunts. Gotta pull bigger ones. Gotta pull my pants up and put my belt on. But who you think you, who you think you're talking to? Don't you know I'm a queen? I could be sitting right next to a king. But these boys know they don't get no promises. Tell them where is my ring, 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 ring. I'm Kyle Long, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. We just heard Bigger Stunts from A. Marquet, my guest this week. And the next track I want to share is You Give Me Peace, which is a great track. Oh, and, give you peace. And am I correct that this was featured on a mixtape hosted by Bow Wow, it the famous was. rapper? It actually was. you doing your research. <laughs> Little Bow Wow. Yes, yeah. it was featured on his mixtape, Breeding Ground. Um, that was an amazing opportunity, actually. He reached out to me a couple years ago. Um, not even two years ago now, but when he reached out to put that featuring um, mixtape out for featuring artists that he found have a, a nice grasp, but not enough 
listeners or attention. And when he reached out to me, I was like, wow, is this real? Is this a real person or is this just fake? But when I figured it was real, I'm like, thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to get more exposure and to be able to have that, you know, especially online. It sticks there. You know, like you said, I didn't know how you would know, but you know. So however, you know, it, it works. It works that way. And I'm just so happy that I got to be featured on that mixtape. That was a beautiful thing. Mm. Anything else you want to say about the track before we listen? Just listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is MRK with You Give Me Peace. listening to Cultural Manifesto. A. Marquez is my guest this week. And up next, I want to share a track that really shows off your role as a rapper. Yeah. We're going to listen to The Abyss. Oh, The Abyss. <laughs> tell us about, one of my favorites. Tell, about, tell us about this track and kind of your presence as a rapper. And I actually do take it back. I, earlier I said that I had no producers that I worked with. These mm. are all YouTube beats. 
Well, The Abyss and Hate the Game were actually two songs that I had a producer for. And um, I want to I want to get his name right. So yeah, look let it me up. look. Take I definitely <laughs> definitely want to get his name right. Give me a second. Ronnie Tech, DJ Ronnie Tech, was the producer of Hate the Game and the producer of The Abyss. And he came over to do personal work with me, and because my, my father knew him, mm. I told you my father was in the business mm-hmm. of music. He made me three tracks, and I was kind of freestyling on the ones that he did. And when I came up with Hate the Game, that was the first one that I um, purchased from him. And then the second one was The Abyss. The Abyss, it was different for me. Like you said, it was more my aggressive songs. So when I came with that, I wanted to kind of show my versatility in my music rather than just going with the slow vibe, the acoustic vibe, and the R&B vibe. I wanted to show that I can really get in there. You know, I can, I can be meaty with my, with my lyrics, you know. And... There's so much um, lyrical composition behind The Abyss, so I do, um, I'm actually very appreciative that you're playing this song because that's one of my songs that don't get a lot of attention. So, yes. Yeah, it's a great track. Let's listen to it. This is AMRK with The Abyss. I know my music's dope. 
When I come through, I'm shaking things just like a drum. Got a whole band behind me, but I'm not talking alone. Yes, I'm new to this game, but I don't got no rookie thumbs. Please don't get it confused just because I use some puns. When I come through, I'm shaking things just like a drum. Got a whole band behind me, but I'm not talking alone. Yes, I'm new to this game, but I don't got no rookie thumbs. Please don't get it confused just because I use some puns. So they can hear it, whoever living with you Never been a problem to step out, I pop out like a blister If your nigga got an issue, tell him go tag it, sister Go tag it, sister When I come through, I'm shaking things just like a drum Got a whole band behind me, but I'm not talking alone Yes, I'm new to this game, but I don't got no rookie thumbs Please don't get it confused just because I use some puns that was AMRK with The Abyss, and AMRK is my guest this week. And up next, I want to play one of my favorite tracks you've put out, and this one has a really unique vocal hook. What's that? Can't Explain. I Can't Explain. Yeah, yeah. Yes. really interesting hook on that track. Tell us about putting this piece together. I Can't Explain is such a love song, and I don't have many lovey-dovey songs, and that's something I do want to do more of because I like the way that my voice carries on emotion, very emotional songs. And I Can't Explain was um, more of a very, like, dreamy-type vibe, kind of like I'm singing to myself about how, my, how I'm feeling, but trying to express it in a way where I don't have to say much because I can't explain, but the words and the way that I sing my words explains my emotions. So. Let's listen to that track. This is A. Marquet <laughs> with I Can't Explain. That's what 
limitation when we have understanding if they don't understand it then they can't stand in and i know that they can't stand it no need for confrontation when we have confirmation they want to be in so bad but they waiting waiting like anyway i can't explain i can't That was A. Marquet with I Can't Explain, and A. Marquet is my guest this week. And we're going to get back to the music, but I wanted to ask you about something else briefly. Yeah. Am I correct that you wrote a children's book? Yes. Yeah. Monty <laughs> the Pringmanis Wants yes. Mom to Explain. Is that the title? Yes. And you illustrated it yes, too, right? Yes, The illustrations are amazing. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Tell us about your work as an illustrator and writer. Well... I produced my first children's book um, not too long ago. I say at the most, like around six months ago. And like you said, it's called Monty the Praying Mantis Wants Mom to Explain. God put it on my heart to produce a children's book. And when he did, I didn't have much detail on the reason why. I just had a feeling about doing it. And when he gave, ended up giving me exposure more detail to me through other people, because I have a TikTok ministry that I was um, doing around this time, and it was just confirmed and confirmed. I couldn't. I just couldn't run from it. I'm like, produce a, a um, children's book, be an author. That's deep. That sounds like a lot of work. And when I actually just stopped thinking about it and doing it, it came so easy because I'm already a, a physical artist. I'm, I love to paint. I love to draw. I love to sculpt. Everything on my hands. I love it. I love it. I went to school for art in Chicago for a brief time, um, and I just fell in love with art. But when I started doing music, I'm like, okay, those artistic values kind of start to drift away a little bit. And so when I picked it back up with this book, I wanted to actually have some meaning behind it, something that's going to actually have a deeper purpose than just a regular children's book, which is not to take away from any other regular children's book. But I wanted to convey a message on a deep spiritual level because that's how I am. I'm a very spiritual person. And I just wanted to share that with a younger generation as well. And so when I came across this book, as far as my illustrations, I'm like, how can I reach my audience in a way that will kind of 
keep them interested and not be so rejective of it. And because, you know, when you do purchase a children's book, most likely it's the mothers and the fathers and the parents. And they have a very specific way they want to convey a message to a child because, you know, it's very sensitive. And so I'm like, OK, I'll draw kids. And God put on my heart. He said, no, I want you to do animal. And I'm like, animal? Hmm, a dog? That all these ideas never stuck to me. And then I thought about insects. I'm like, okay, a praying mantis. A praying mantis, let alone a praying in the name. And it went with my storyline so beautifully. And the reason why I didn't stick to the idea of just doing a child, because I didn't want it to be a certain um, gender or a certain race because I didn't want it to be rejected. I wanted it to be where anyone can put themselves in the shoe. Nobody's a book, but you can put yourself in that shoe. So when I came with the idea of praying mantis, the whole story behind my book was to um, kind of educate the younger generation on a spiritual level as far as surrounding the Bible, surrounding the word of God. And so I try to do that in a fun way. So in my book, if you do um, purchase it, you'll see that it has a storyline, but then it also has coloring pages, and then it also has an activity, uh, A or A through B question, and then it has a fill-in page. So it's an all-in-one book, but it's also a series. So this is the first one of a series. I want to do three more, Monty the Praying Mantis. And the next one that I do plan on do, to doing is Monty the Praying Mantis Goes to Summer School. And that one's going to be entitled and go deeper as well. So, yeah, that was exciting for me to do. That was very, very, very exciting, actually. I was very proud of that. And I am very proud of that book. Yeah, congratulations. It's a big deal to have a book published. And it's available on Amazon, right? Yes, it is. And I've been picking out a lot of songs from your catalog. I wanted to give you a chance to pick a track, something that I haven't played yet that you'd want to share with people. Is there something I haven't played that you feel like really captures something important about you and your the essence of your style? I would say, hmm, you picked all my favorites. You really did. I would say one that shows more of my style that's actually another one of my fan favorites is Heartless. Um, Heartless is a shorter song, but it's another emotional song. But I love the way that um, I was able to perform that song vocally. So that's what another side of me that I would like to show as far as vocally. Because like I told you, I don't have a lot of um, slow R&B love songs, but Heartless is another one that I do like. That's the sound that I put out there. Yeah, let's listen to that track. This is A Marquet with Heartless. (laughs) You know, it's funny how you can give somebody your all. But they only give you hashtag. I mean, you treat it like it's okay. But in reality, it ain't. Heartless, you're heartless. And it's conditioned all so you can't seem to let me in. You can't seem to You got yourself instant. And I can't even bring the shit if I do not understand all this. I'm usually the optimist You got me feeling heartless Cause you're heartless and you're Scottish And you can't handle all of this You can't handle me Boy, stop talking about the past Every time you speak, you bringing old things to pass Why you always leaving, taking 
looking for the pop the gas. Yeah. And you talking slow, but putting 80 on the dash. I hate that you tossing, you turning your sleep. Having bad dreams while you right next to me. Try to be nice, gave in a G. But you just suck it right out of me. Like, boy, I can't breathe. was A. Marquet with Heartless. A. Marquet is my guest this week. We've been listening to some of the tracks you've put out over the last couple years. And, you know, you told me you came to Indianapolis when you were eight years old, Mm -hmm. right? You spent some time here now. I'm curious if you feel like you're part of any scene here, or are you doing things kind of just in your own uh, world independently? It's so funny you asked that. I have some things coming up that Mm -hmm. I would love Mm -hmm. to share. Um, Well, I've been reaching out as far as putting myself out there publicly in performances, um, performing, that was one thing that I was very shy of in the beginning, and I was kind of sticking to just posting my song streaming, posting my song streaming, and then I had the opportunity to perform, and I fell in love with it. it the, the, the purpose and the meaning behind it in my music, I can convey so much more, like in a music video. And when it's live, and I get to interact with people and hear my fans live, it's so much different than hearing a comment or reading a comment, you know, under a post. So I've been performing um, lately, I haven't been performing a lot, but I've been performing more than I have in the last year. And I'm getting a lot of traction in Indianapolis, which I'm very excited about. Like, a lot of fans will come to a performance that I post, and they'll come to me and tell me, hey, I'm a big fan of yours, MRK. And I'm just like, this seems surreal. Like, honestly, like, I'm a fan of you. <laughs> so that's beautiful. Well, continued success on that front. Thank yeah. you. Any final thoughts you want to leave our listeners with as we wrap up? Yes, I do. If you're tuning in and you just have an a, a inkling or itch to put yourself out there publicly with your arts, whether that be music, whether that be physical arts, visual arts, or podcasting, interviews, whatever it is that you want to do and that you have a desire to do, I say go for it. Because I have a lot of people that reach out to me. They're like, how? You know, how can you do that? And even when I'm at my shows, they're like, I sing, but I don't know how or where to start. Just start. Because I felt the same way. And you have all these connections here in Indianapolis, and we have Google. So, you know, you have any questions, just start. That's what I would say. Anything you want to do, just start. You never know where it's going to take you. Well said. I appreciate you being here today. I'm a fan of the music, and I hope uh, you just continue doing what you do. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Kyle. I didn't like the flow. I had to blow my bed up. I didn't like the flow. I had to be sped up. If you can't comprehend, then you don't understand. You never been through this, and I'm sure not going through that again. Uh, I didn't like depression, had to pick my head up. They was talking too much, so I got fed up. Mind your business, my manners come from generations filled with less occupations. Cause they didn't want to see our greatness. Give us a chance, screaming, don't think of us a chance, mama. Do our dance, yeah, they watch us do our dance.
comes to credit, they run off their pants, mama. But when it comes to credit, they run off their pants, mama. Give me a chance, screaming, all day, give me a chance, mama. Do my dance, yeah, they watch me do my dance, mama. But when it comes to credit, they run off their pants, mama. But when it comes to credit, they run off their pants, mama. They pulling schemes, they hitting jigs, and they lead a scene. But what that means for me, am I bound for greater things? I watch my temper, they turn up, they go from A to Z. I'm trying to break curses, but they seem they breaking me. I see you down, but I always got something up my sleeve. Uh, just in case you switch, yeah, just in case you bleed. I see you down, but I always got something up my sleeve. Just in case you switch, yeah, just in case you leave. I didn't like the flow, I had to blow my bed up. I didn't like the flow, I had to be sped up. If you can't comprehend, then you don't understand. You never been through this, and I'm sure not going through that again. Uh, had to pick my hair up They was talking too much So I got fed up Mind your business, my manners come from generations Filled with less occupations Cause they didn't want to see our greatness Yeah, it rained, but at least it fall from heaven Ain't too much shaking here Just a lot of aggression So I leave my mark, yeah, I leave my impression I will walk my talking I will leave no questions Yeah, it rained, but at least it fall from heaven Ain't too much shaking here That was A. Marquet with Coming Up. For the remainder of this week's show, I want to pay tribute to the late Indiana jazz bassist and painter John Strickland. He passed away last month at the age of 81. According to his obituary, Strickland was born in 1941. He graduated from Broad Ripple High School in 1959 and Wabash College in 1963. During his career, Strickland performed with some of the greatest jazz legends in Naptown, including David Baker, Claude Sifferlin, Russell Webster, Mad Harold Caldwell, and many others. One of the best recorded examples of Strickland's work is a 1967 single he released with the Indianapolis jazz singer Wanda Stafford. You may have heard my interview with Stafford last year on Cultural Manifesto. Strickland wrote both tracks featured on the single, and his bass is featured prominently on both cuts. We'll hear that record now. This is Wanda Stafford, Lanny Hartley, Jerry Jordan, and John Strickland with Happy Sunday and Blue Guitar.
boy sitting on the fence. I put down your books, they're all a past tense. Come follow me to a place not so far where you'll hear a blue guitar. I look by the road, a daffodil grows, and up in that tree. It's not so far if you know the way. There's a cow chewing bones and a dog eating hay. And I'll play the cello and laughs at the moon. Follow me and we'll be there soon. Stop over here by the strong apple tree. There's a warm patch of grass for you and for me. I kick off your shoes. We just heard both sides of a rare 1967 single released by the Indiana jazz bassist John Strickland. He passed away last month at the age of 81. We'll end this week's show with another rare recording from John Strickland. In 1969, Strickland appeared on a live recording titled The Lanny Hartley Trio and Jimmy Scruggs live at the Lamplighter Inn. As the title suggests, the album was recorded live at the Lamplighter, an Indianapolis nightclub located at the corner of East 38th Street and Emerson Avenue. We'll hear Jimmy Scruggs and the Lanny Hartley Trio performing the bossa nova classic Quiet Nights, featuring the late John Strickland on bass. I'm Kyle Long, and you've been listening to Cultural Manifesto. You're so kind. You're so kind. Oh, come on. Don't stop. 
Just go right on clapping your hands, because we're going downtown right now. Let me hear you clap your hands. Yeah, come on. That's right. Yeah. Go ahead. Quiet nights of quiet stars, quiet chords from my guitar, floating on the silence that surrounds us. Quiet walks by quiet streams, quiet talks of quiet dreams, and the window that looks out on the mountain and the sea.